welcome to the Therapy Thursday Show. I am your host, Iyeye Ojele. Every week, I'll be having conversations on mental health, personal development, and all the small or big decisions we can take towards creating an epic change and becoming the best versions of ourselves possible. Sit tight, relax, and let us get right into it. squad welcome back to another episode of the therapy thursday show welcome back to the show guys how are you how are you if you're new here hello my name is ajayway very very nice to meet you and if you are a returning listener or subscriber hey welcome back how are you on the therapy thursday show we take the question how are you doing very seriously i need you to take a couple of seconds to check in with yourself emotionally spiritually physically and mentally and know exactly how you are doing have you done that do you need a little bit more time okay have you done that good for me i would say that i am doing pretty well and somebody will ask me you're always doing pretty well not really i feel like i've been really learning how to take the good with the bad it's very very important to realize that i don't have a perfect weekend week where everything is good but i'm learning to take the good with the bad for me my week has been mm, good bad good good so right now i say that i am actually good physically spiritually emotionally and mentally i feel like i'm in a place of resting and i'm I'm just like solemn and i really really like the state of being solemn so now that we have asked ourselves how are we doing let us get right into the show but first if you hear something that resonates with you on the show please don't forget to like share and of course subscribe so that you can be part of the tt squad because we are the dopest squad on the internet for real guys for real you better you better join us you really really better join us and um if you're not following me on my social medias platform please follow me the links will be in the show notes for this episode and without further ado let us get right into the theme of this week if you're an avid listener of the podcast you know that we started a series two weeks ago called reality of love languages and we had to break the series last week to bring you guys a really important topic every topic is important but a topic that i felt that we all needed to hear at the time so we are jumping right back into the series our thing for this week is reality of love language in families today we are going to break down family dynamics and why love language is very very 
important and an integral part in having a better relationship with our family members and in learning how to work through conflict with our family members. Today we're going to explore why people do what they do, how can we respond to it, how can we react to it. So lock the doors, relax, get seated because therapy is now in session. On today's Wikipedia, we are going to be talking about the concept of family and integrating love languages in family. If you are new to this series, I'm going to give a brief overview on what love languages are. The book Love five love languages was written by a marriage counselor and psychologist dr gary chapman in which he proposed that we all have emotional tanks or love tanks which need to be full in order for us to be at our best emotionally and he proposed that there are five love languages or there are five ways in which we like to receive or give love and of those five love languages we have um, receiving gifts words of affirmation physical touch acts of service and quality time and he stated that each person has a primary and secondary love language that is to say that as a lot of people in the world are either bilingual or multilingual we speak different languages some two some three some four we speak several languages in our day-to-day life and our love languages are not an exception we have a primary love language and then we have secondary love languages so it is very very important that we identify what our love languages are and to that end, the love language quiz link will be in the description of this episode. Now, let us jump right into love languages and family. It is very, very important for us to note that our family needs the same emotional support, the same semblance of peace and love and support as do our romantic partners and our friends and i feel that it is very very easy to forget that our family members are also people with emotions i mean we get into oh these are my family members and we 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 don't see them from the state of my parents also have emotions my siblings also have emotions everybody would respond when you connect to a positive emotion in them i mean you can argue that oh not everybody but the 99 percent we're not talking about the one person that sociopaths or psychopaths we're talking about the 99 percent are going to respond positively when you are able to arouse a positive emotion in them 
So, it is important to also note that as much as we want to give love and attention and quality time and all that to our romantic partners and our friends, we also have to bring that into the family dynamics. We would ask the question of, okay, how can I know my family member's love language? I have a little sister that is about eight years old and I have noticed that she is a person who likes to be held, likes to hug, she wants to be around you, wants to jump around you, just wants you to just be with her. You can already tell that that person's love language is physical touch. A lot of us have grown up in homes where we are not allowed to express our emotions to our family members. We don't hug. But you also know that you have that one sibling or that one child who always likes to call up in bed and mommy hug me or sister hug me or something. You always know that you have that one child who likes to receive love by being held. You know that that person's love language is physical touch. As kids, we tend to actually forget that our parents have emotions too. It is very, very easy to say the terrible at parenting. I mean, everyone, literally everyone in 2020 has used the word toxic wrongly. And I I, I say it with my chest. We all use the word toxic so flamboyantly without actually thinking about the fact that we all have toxic traits. There's no one of us that is without a toxic trait. Newsflash. We all do something that is inherently painful and harmful to another person. But the chairman and chairwomen of the toxic community never ever see from their point of view that, hmm, I may be doing something that can also piss another person off. I digress. Back to the topic. So it's very, very important to note that our parents also have emotions too. Instead of always carrying the flag of, oh, our parents have um, toxic parenting, uh, they did this, they did that, we have to realize that they are human beings and they also have love tanks and need to be filled. A lot of us only call our parents when we want something from them. We only communicate with our parents when they have to sign something for us or they need to give us money. Inherently making our parents feel like they are just this money bag or this adult person that you only need when you need something to be done. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will also argue that they did not grow up gisting with their parents. They did not, their parents did not give them that um, opportunity to be friends. But I, I would always say, when you know better, you do better. When you listen to the podcast, you read books, you understand that each person has an emotional tank that needs to be filled. I dare say that many of our mothers' love language is act of service. They want things to be done for them. They want you to do the choice. They want you to do this and do that. If we see that as a opportunity to connect with their emotional side, 
we will not see it as, oh, these people want to kill me with duties or something. You will see it as you servicing this person's emotion because we all have emotional tanks that need to be filled. We also have family members whose love language is receiving gifts. And like we have already reiterated in our first episode of this series, that receiving gifts does not have to be expensive gifts for a person whose love language is actually receiving gifts. The thoughts behind it is actually what counts. I need you to take your memory back to when you bought a family member something that they really wanted. The joy that that thing actually sparked in them, how their eyes lit up. It simply means that that person's love language is receiving gift and you can connect to that person's emotional state by giving them gifts, by giving them quality time, by acts of service. I believe that when we integrate love languages into our family dynamics, we are going to actually see a change. And I want you to know that there is no family that is perfect. Yes, if you've been thinking that, oh, my family is the worst, there's no family that is perfect as we are not perfect people. A family is a mixture of People that are not perfect, that are related by blood or by adoption or by marriage or by whatever relates them. It's important to know that we are all imperfect people. So there is no perfect family. Even your picture perfect Pinterest, Instagram photo taking family are also not perfect. We all have our flaws. Our, every family, all we all have our weaknesses and our weak point. So it's very, very important to let everyone know that there is no family that is perfect. But integrating love languages into your family can actually go a long way to better the relationship that you have with your family members. Now, somebody would say, but OJ, I, my family members are not, maybe they're not learning or they haven't read the book. How can I integrate love languages into my family dynamics? You have read the book. You are listening to the podcast. And when you know better, you ought to do better. I was reading a book recently and talking about um, taking the high road. And the book stated that when you take the high road, it doesn't mean that you are a perfect person. But the more you take the high road and the more you i'm taking the high road it would encourage people to say hmm what is in this high road that this person likes to take let me join them the more you practice love the more you speak to your family members kindly it would motivate them to know why is this person like this they want to join you Another very integral part of love language is words of affirmation. We all have that family member who likes to be praised, who likes to be told that you're doing good, who likes to um who likes you to compliment and commend them, who likes you whenever you are 
going through whatever they're doing they want to hear you say oh i recognize your hard work you're putting in so much work we have family members like that so when you recognize that this is how this person's love language sorry this is how this person's love tank is going to be filled you're going to refrain from using harsh words and um Using condescending, nobody should actually use condescending words on anybody. But when you are equipped with the knowledge of this is what this person needs to be emotionally filled, you will know how to tackle it. Straight out of the DM. On today's straight out of the DMs, we have some pretty interesting questions and I can't wait to jump right into it. So let's get right into it. The first question says, I want to honor my parents, but they are constantly trying to give me advice. How do I let them know that I need to make my decisions? I get your sentiment. I mean, we have all been there that our parents are constantly trying to give advice. I mean, when I was younger, I always used to feel like, why don't they ever listen to me? Why don't they ever allow me make my decisions by myself? But one thing that is very, very important to note is that our parents want what's best for us. And I know somebody's like, are you sure there's the 1% that are terrible? Yes, there's the 1% percent of parents that are terrible parents toxic psychopathic sociopathic this is the one percent but like i said we're focusing on the 99 percent and it's very very important to note that our parents want what's best for us it might not they might not show it in the way that we want it to look like but inherently it's very important to note that behind every action of theirs is love or what they know how to express their love so you need to note that it is all love behind the criticism behind the constant advice given it is all love another thing that is important to note is that your parents are older than you and sidebar they are not always right but they are older and they have lived in this world longer than you which means that they may and most likely may have more experience than you have in that subject matter a very very age-long proverb in africa says that what your parents see sitting down if you climb on an iroko tree or a mountaintop you're not going to see it. So sometimes when your parents are trying to tell you, oh, this is what I think you should do, it's because they have lived longer than you. So we have established that. Another thing that we have to establish is that your feelings are valid. Trying to honor your parents, trying to respect them does not mean that your feelings are not valid or you don't have sense, you don't know what you're feeling. You know what you're feeling. You have sense. Your feelings are valid. 
So now that we have established these three points, how can we tie these three points together to prefer the best answer to your question? What you can actually do is to ask for advice before they give it. This works perfectly because I tried myself. Growing up, my parents always wanted to dispense advice. But now that I'm older, I go to them to ask them, hmm, mommy, daddy, what do you think that I should do concerning this, this, that, 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 that. And they too are beginning to realize that our child is growing up. She's becoming an adult. And now we can sit down and have dialogues. So what I encourage you to do is to engage your parents in dialogue. A lot of us run away from dialoguing with our parents because we have a preconceived notion of they are not going to listen to us. They are not going to hear what we have to say. Try it. Have a dialogue with your parents. I promise you, the first time might not be perfect. And yes, if you have African parents, they are always not going to admit that they are wrong. But trust me, they heard you. Even if they don't come out to apologize and say, oh, I'm sorry for what I did or what I did not do. They have heard you and they are beginning to realize that this child is growing up and this child is getting wisdom and this child can now make their decision by themselves. They are now going to be looking at you with a matured standpoint and they are going to be able to give you a little bit of leeway and say, hmm, since this child can come to me with these questions without me being the one to dispense this advice to them, then maybe they are getting a grip of all the things that I have taught them growing up. So my advice would be to ask for advice before they give it. Second tip is to listen to your parents' advice, thank them for their advice, but take the parts that relate to you. The truth is that nobody's perfect, not even our parents. So out of the 100% advice that they give, take the integral parts that you need for your soul, for your mind, for your spirit, and leave the rest. Always remember to thank them and always remember that they are always coming from a place of love, regardless, regardless, regardless. They are coming from a place of love. So thank them, take the advice that's applicable to you, and kumbaya the rest. The second question is, I respond to conflicts with my family members by avoidance or by avoiding the issue and hoping it goes away. I know this is a toxic trait. How can I do better? I have so much love for people who are self-aware and can realize that myself, I'm not a perfect person. How can I do better? That, 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 that statement used to boss my head the fact that you recognize that you're not a perfect person and you want to do better to this i would say that avoidance is a terrible terrible coping mechanism because when you avoid an issue you're allowing that issue to sit and stew and that person is reminiscing and they're thinking and trust me our mind plays tricks on us so when you avoid that issue with your family member, the other party is thinking that this person is so insensitive, they don't know what they did to me, it's hurting me. And whereas you on the other end, 
you know you know that what you did is terrible but you do not know how to approach the issue so you run and you avoid it what i would advise that you do in this situation is to tackle things head on and i know a lot of people do not like confrontation people don't like to directly confront issues but it is very very important that when handling issues with family members we confront issues head on so that we do not build generational hurts and traumas because the other party would not know that you're feeling bad for whatever it is that happened they would think that you're insensitive and that person has that notion of you and then they have this preconceived notion of you don't care you don't care about other people's feelings meanwhile you don't know how to address it so what i would suggest is whenever you have conflict with a family member you go to them I used to be a member of the avoidance gang, to be honest, guys. I used to be the person that would say, well, they're still upset. I don't want to talk to them right now. And it will go weeks and weeks and months. And before you know it, you've not called up your sister in months or your brother in months and years because you're trying to avoid and run away from the issue. Hit it head on. When you... Take, when you take a step back and you reflect and you say, okay, this is what I did wrong in this issue and this is what I could have done better, you go to the person and say, hey, um, I know that we have conflict right now. I really don't want us to be like this. And then you try to explain. Yes, they might not see it from your point of view, but when you try to explain and when you're trying to manage conflict with somebody else, you don't always, you don't have to bring your, um, your 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 um your notions to the forefront and say oh this is what i think this is the right thing no you say this is how i feel about this thing this is how this thing made me feel now i want to hear from you how this thing made you feel engage in dialogue wars have been won by dialogue it is very very important that we know how to dialogue with people engage them in a dialogue and let them know that this is how i feel be honest about your feeling this is how this thing made me feel i'm sorry if you feel like this and if you do if you do wrong or if you did wrong in the situation please apologize a lot of us don't like to apologize because we always feel that we are right and we always feel that oh the other person is is wrong but if you've ever seen that meme where there was nine a nine nine was written and then two people were standing on the opposite side looking at the nine and one person was seeing a six and the other person was seeing a nine on the opposite ends of the spectrum they were right but they were seeing things from different angle so it's very very important that you dialogue and come to a middle ground where you say okay i get what you're saying other person reply okay they get what you're saying so please don't avoid it avoidance is terrible avoidance gives you a bad rep avoidance brings about generational traumas and issues hit things head on hit things when the iron is hot let the person know how you feel how they made you feel how everything is making you feel and how this conflict is not doing well for you hit things head on 
We have a bonus question this week. And this question asks, how do I deal with a family member that is easily offended? It is very, very important to note, and I say that a lot because it is actually important to note that we all develop emotional patterns. You see, we develop emotional patterns from childhood that actually stay with, stay, stay with us even up to adulthood. And a person who is easily offended has developed that emotional pattern. And we should all remember that we can't change people's emotional states. It is very, very counterproductive to want to change another person's emotional states. You can't change it. And if you are insistently trying to change it, it is only going to bring conflict. So what do you do in this situation? You can't change how a person emotional pattern is but you can change how you respond to it it is very important for you to know that the power is actually in your hand a person that is going to be easily offended is going to be easily offended regardless whether it's you or bill gates so you have to realize that it is mostly not about them it's about you and how you choose to respond to it so you can decide to always take the high road and i know somebody will come and say ah this person is always in their feelings this person is always in their feelings but remember last week we talked about how not to make people feel like they are too much so if you have a family member that is a sensitive soul you have to learn how to deal with them and also i always say this you have to recognize that regardless underneath it all this person loves you this person loves you they are just really sensitive and being sensitive is not a bad thing so you have to watch what triggers them yes somebody will say am i going to live my life like this for the rest of my life try you have to learn how to manage people because you have traits that people are learning how to manage too. So you have to know what that person's love language is. Let's say this sensitive person is a person who is sensitive to words. That means words of affirmation is their love language. So learn how to find you in your words when you're talking to this person. Learn how to 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 make processes that will be easy for you to communicate with this person because remember you cannot change the person's emotional pattern and if you keep trying it's only going to lead to conflict so learn how to take things with a grain of salt learn how to take the high road because family is forever i know people can cut off their family but in the end there will always be a family you can choose your friend you can choose your spouse but you cannot choose who you were brought to this world through and who are your people in this world by birth, by adoption, by whatever way. So you have to learn how to manage them. Yo, it's true talk. On today's true talk, actually have a very very funny experience that i would like to share with you guys and this is something that actually happened recently so it actually brought to my memory or to my knowledge that our parents watch us and even if they don't know what it is and even if they don't know that what they are doing is called like tapping into your love language they know their children and they know how their children are so 
my my one of my love languages is words of affirmation i think it's actually at the top it might not be my primary love language but it's among one of my core and most integral secondary love language so of recent i posted a picture on social media that was the, to me the picture was actually nice i mean i i look bomb i mean what can i say but my dad called me and he called me and then he you know he talked and then he praised me and then he commended me and then he asked me how i was doing and then he talked and then he said hmm my daughter you see this picture that you put on your social media this picture it does not do you justice so ah, you are way finer than this in real life oh this picture this, ah, this picture no this picture does not do it for you you see and then I listened to him and I took down the picture. Now, imagine if he had come from a place of criticism. I'm like, how dare you put this type of picture on social media? Who do you think you are? This one, that one. I would have made a resolve to leave it there. Or I would have done what many children do. Delete their parents from their social media so their parents would not see their social media profile. But he came from a place of love and using my love language to get through to me help me to understand the reason why mm, that picture wasn't it and made me take the picture down so if you are wondering why it's important to tap into the love language of your family members here is a scenario here is a reason it helps you to get your message across to them better and i listened to my dad and i took down the picture and there were no hot feelings there were no oh nobody cares about me it was all swell so this is my truth it was actually a very funny experience because how he kept going around and talking and praising me i said this man is really smart this man is really smart VIP vibes in person. Our vibes in person for this week is no other than the writer and the initiator of the five love language book, Dr. Gary Chapman. I encourage everybody to go and read the book because the book also has sequels the first book is five five love languages how to make your love last and then there's the five love languages in family the five love languages for singles the five love languages for teenagers so it's very very important and i encourage everybody to get a copy of the book and if you cannot get a hard copy get a soft copy of the book and read the book read the book it's going to help you not only in your family but in your friendship and also in your romantic relationship it's going to help you so i encourage everybody to get that book read the book and also click on the link in the show notes of this episode to find out what your love language is if you don't already know it yet and visit the website and just acquaint yourself with 
what the five love languages are, I promise it's going to help you to be a much more better and a much more aware individual. So, Dr. Gary Chapman is our vibes in person for this week. Go get the book, visit the website, and take the test. It is going to help. You're welcome to the wrap-up. yet another end of the show guys and we have talked extensively on what love language means for family dynamics how to integrate love languages in your family dynamics if you did not take anything away from the show today i want you to take away the fact that inherently at the core no matter what your family members love you and like i said I'm not talking about the 1%, I'm talking about the 99%. They might not know how to show it because they are not self-aware enough. They might not know how to communicate that love, but it is all love on the inside. And if you note that as the core, you are going to be able to relate with people better because you're going to be able to see them from a point of grace and a point of compassion. And to you who feels like, Oh, I'm always seeing people from a point of grace. I'm always giving them compassion. When are they going to do it for me in return? Keep taking the high road. It is going to encourage them to want to join you on the high road. So this week, I challenge you to use the love language in relating with your family members. Find out what their love languages are by being observant and use it to relate with them also i challenge you this week to call up your parents a lot of us feel like oh our parents they are doing this and that and that and that but also celebrate the fact that they give birth to you regardless and they want the best for you our parents also have emotional tanks that need to be filled observe what their love languages are tap into them spend quality time with your family members this week some of us might not have the time to spend it with them physically but put a phone call through a video call try to know what is going on in your siblings life what is happening in your parents life call them not to ask for anything just to gist and know how they are feeling and i want you people to send me back feedback in my dms and let me know how that went and i also want us to realize that our parents, our family members, they're doing the best that they can with the information that they have. So, you that is now more self-aware, you listen to the podcast, you read books, you know how to do better. When you know better, you do better. Take it as learning notes and notes that when you have your own kids, you are going to do better in parenting them. The parental flaws that your parents have right now, take note of them and Promise yourself that when you have your own children, you will do better. This week, I challenge you to reach out to that difficult family member, dialogue with them, reach out to that difficult, that difficult parent, try to dialogue with them, try to have a conversation, ask them how they are doing, spend quality time with somebody because 
in this world, I believe that only love can drive out hate. Only love, only love. We all need just a little love. I challenge you to be a channel of love this week. Spread out love. Give love. Give love and watch the universe turn around for the favor. If you had something on the show that resonates with you, please do not forget to like, share, leave a review. And of course, if you're not subscribed to the show, join us, subscribe to the show so you can be part of the TT squad because we are the dopest squad on the internet. I said it myself. My name is Ojele and this is the Therapy Thursday show. See you next week. My vibes in person for this week is anybody who has been able to walk away from something that did not serve them. You are my vibe in person. If you have been able to say, Mm-mm, this does not serve me and you walk away, you are my vibes in person. If you have been able to sit down and talk to yourself and ask yourself, why am I doing this to myself? You are my vibes in person. If you have been able to cut people off that were not good to you and for you, you are my vibes in person. And lastly, if you listen to this podcast and you listen to this episode and you decide to make a change in your relationship, you decide to have the talk with yourself and ask yourself some salient question and do accordingly. You are my vibes in person. Keep growing. Keep taking care of yourself. Keep putting yourself first. Keep staying loyal to your standards. And trust me, whatever it is that you have on the inside and you put on the outside, the universe is going to reciprocate. Your energy is going to attract a person who is going to be able to match it. And until that person shows up, do not settle. We have come to yet another end of the show. And we have spoken extensively on what struggle love is and what it is not. And before I leave, I want to let you know that the kind of love that you want is out there. The kind of love that you deserve is out there. You deserve somebody who's kind and respectful. You deserve somebody who takes you into cognizance when you do things. You deserve somebody who will jump through waters and fires for you. You deserve somebody who loves you. And it is out there. I need you to realize that the kind of love that you deserve is out there. And also, I need you to realize that you do not have to settle to be with somebody who treats you like crap. You don't have to stay in places where you are not appreciated. You don't have to stay in places where you're not treated the way you deserve. There's somebody out there who's going to treat you the way you deserve. But first, you have to treat yourself.
the way you want to be treated by walking away from anything that does not serve you. My challenge for you this week is to evaluate all your relationships and mark out the patterns. Also, make out a list of things that you will not accept from any relationship going forward. And do not forget to stay loyal to your standard and stay loyal to yourself and stay loyal to your boundaries. You deserve love. You really do. If you've had something on the show that truly resonates with you, do not forget to like, share, subscribe so that you can be part of the TT squad. Because why? We are the dopest squad on the internet. And of course, if you're not following me on my socials, don't forget to check the show notes below and follow me on my social media platforms so that we can connect. My DMs are always open. My name is Ojewe. Stay loving yourself. Stay loyal to yourself. Until next week. Goodbye. What is up, TT Squad? Welcome back to another episode of the Very Thursday Show. Whoop, whoop. What is up, guys? How you doing? And in Therapy Thursday fashion, when we say, how are you doing? is because we really want to know. So I need you to take a couple of seconds to check in with yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, and whatever ease they are. And check in with yourself and ask yourself, how am I doing? Mm? Have you done that? Okay, I'll give you a couple of seconds to do that. You've done that good. As for me, I am doing pretty well mentally, physically, and spiritually. Like I always say, I am thriving. And like I always tell you all, I'm learning how to take the good with the bad and just realizing that some days are better than others. But you know, in all things, I am just learning to be really grateful. Guys, I missed you all so much last week. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, last week I um, took a trip and I went out of town to see family. So I couldn't really like get my recording together. But I'm back. I can never left. Eh, like I never left. Eh, eh. Yes, guys, I'm back. Like I never left. But first of all, if you're new here, hi, my name is Joey. Very, very nice to meet you. Welcome to our show. And if you are a returning listener, mm, subscriber, hello, gang, 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 gang. Hello, TT Squadite. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm, I really do. I really do, you guys. You guys. And, of course, if you listen or during your course of listening to the show, you hear something that resonates with you or you you like a certain vibe, which I know that you do, do not forget to like and share and subscribe so that you can be part of the 
DT squad because why? Because we are the dopest squad on the internet. No caps, no caps, guys. And of course, if you're not following me on my socials, come on, come join me on my socials so we can connect. Send me a DM so we can have a connection together on social media. It will be in the show notes of this episode. Without further ado, let us get right into this week's theme. Theme of this week is reality of struggle love. Guys, I've had conversations like fire conversations this week and questions that have led me to this topic. And today, I'm, I might come across as being like harsh or a little bit brash. But you know, I want to give some of y'all tough love today because y'all, we need to hear this. So today we are going to be digging into what struggle love is, what struggle love is not. What, what, why do you have to die? Why do you have to be right or die? Today we're going to be digging into that. So, lock the doors. Get comfortable, relax. <laughs> you know why? Because therapy is now in session. Um, on today's true talk, I want to share my experience with you because I think and I believe that somebody out there is going to learn a thing or two from my experience, and. In the beginning of this episode, I, I, I spoke about how I was not trying to bash anybody, but I wanted to give you tough love to be able to recognize and realize that you are way more than this. You deserve better. I used to be in a situation with a person that it was just a complete mess and just full of struggle. And I feel like a lot of a, a, a lot of time, what happens to people who end up being in a struggle-love relationship is the fact that it doesn't always start out that way. And I think that can be really, really misleading. It doesn't always start out as struggle-love, but it progresses into that. And a lot of men and a lot of women hold on to the past that they do not see the present. Like for me, I think that was what was one of the issues was the fact that when I met the certain individual, they were not the way they turned out to be in the end. And I feel like I held on to who they were when I met them. So much so that I refused to acknowledge who they had become. So for anybody in the situation where you keep holding on to who they used to be, it's time to let go. It's time to let go of the person that you once knew because baby girl, baby boy, baby whoever, it, it, that person is no longer there. A person who pushed you through constant stress and disappointment and pain and they are toxically selfish and you're just downright mean to you. They don't have your best interest at heart and you need to realize and recognize it a lot of times we hold on to who the person where was when we met them that we are blinded to who they are 
at the moment open your eyes and smell the coffee the person you used to know is not who they are for me i think that was the major problem secondly i can truly say that i did not truly love myself because the kind of things that i put up with if i had truly loved myself i would not have put up with half of those things i would have been able to acknowledge that this person does not check my boxes so i had to walk i put up a lot of really terrible things because i did not truly love myself and because i felt like um i had i was i felt like i had to prove my what to the certain individual by by being loyal through everything by staying true everything to prove that i was worthy of being loved I don't know, somewhere in my brain, I felt like I had to prove myself. And this is a lesson point to anybody out there who feel like they need to end their partner's love, who feels like they need to um, go through and go through the most for this person to prove that they are loyal. You don't need to prove your worth. A person who loves you and truly respects you is going to see your worth from the jump because you know why? Because you know your worth. And when you know your worth, you're not going to settle for anybody who does not see you for who you truly are. You're not going to settle for anybody who does not treat you the way you deserve because we teach others how to treat us by how we treat ourselves so if you're staying in a relationship or in a friendship where you are not being treated well these people are seeing it these people are testing your boundaries and they are seeing how far they can go with you and they watch you accept it and they are going to always and forever treat you less totally another reason why i was in that situation is because of history hear ye hear ye if the chemistry is wrong the history does not matter a lot of guys and ladies alike would be like oh we've been in a relationship for x y amount of years and you don't want to leave and go and start over with another person yo if this person that you're with treats you like absolute garbage please get out please leave Please leave. There's somebody out there who's going to treat you so much better. There's somebody out there who's going to check your boxes. There's somebody out there who's going to literally cross oceans and jump through fires for you. And you want to settle with a person who will not even cross a puddle of water for you. yo. And then you are going to expand yourself and go so hard for them. But they will not do that for you. Please let us be in relationships that have reciprocity reciprocity is very very important and for me i was in this place with this certain individual that it wasn't reciprocal but i was still there you know doing the most i was still there until one day i realized that Mm-mm, i'm a bad bitch i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> like i realized that Wait till, no, Mm-mm. 
I think that was the day that I had like the wake up call and I was like Mm-mm. and I sat down I got a piece of paper and I did I wrote out the things that I will not take and like I said when I was answering the question I stayed loyal to myself and in staying loyal to yourself sometimes you're going to be alone because the people that are going to be coming your way are not going to be checking your boxes and it's going to be okay because you're going to use the time to really truly love yourself and then when you're truly at that place when you're pouring your your you're pouring and you're filling yourself with love the universe is going to take cognizance of that and it's going to send somebody your way who is going to love and appreciate you on today's Wikipedia, we are going to be talking about two concepts, as always, in relation to today's theme. And our concepts are struggling versus growing. Struggling versus growing. And you guys know that I love dictionary meaning so much. So let us define struggle love. Struggle love According to the Urban Dictionary, it is when a partner experiences long-term stress as results as a result of the other partner's actions or inactions during the course of the relationship. So, struggle love is when a partner experiences long-term stress. Put a highlighter to that. Let us unpack that for a minute. Long-term stress long-term stress stress because love is not supposed to be stressful i think that the media and 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 a lot of like personal experiences from our family or from wherever has engraved it into our minds that love is supposed to be stressful love is supposed to be hard and no i am not saying that love is like oh roses and fried rice and you know ice cream every single day poor man it is not supposed it's not a fight y'all it is it is not it's not a hard i don't even know the, the word to even use so struggling versus growing a lot of people think that struggling is synonymous with growing especially in terms of a romantic relationship they feel like oh we are just they they term struggling as growing hello excuse you there is a big big huge massive big difference between struggling and actually growing struggling is when a partner decides to just be a uh, uh, to just be a terrible person you know to just to just to just cause you pain to cause you pain and and cause you pain whether they whether they intentionally want to do it or not but they are just causing you heartache they are just causing you pain and you on the other end 
is just sitting down waiting for them to realize that they are causing you pain and then you're loving them real good i mean you're giving them all the care the affection the attention being there for them but they never do the same for you they're never there for you when you need them you're always the one being dreams taking care of them you're always the one putting them first you're always the one being the quote-unquote ride or die my question to you is where you're riding to and why do you have to die like why do you have to die though it is it is it is it is can't understand it and also it's very very important to note that i'm not trying to bash on no one because you know what i've been there too so sometimes i ask myself where was i riding to where to a road that has no end obviously on the other hand like i said struggling takes one person one person is only the person struggling on the other hand growing is two people that decided to make a conscious effort to say we want to grow in this relationship and we are going to hold each other accountable for our growth so i'm going to hold you accountable for your actions you're going to hold me accountable for my actions we have a conversation i bring my expectations to you and i tell you this is what i expect from this relationship you bring your expectations to me and you say this is what this is what i expect from this relationship and then you have a conversation like two grown matured minds and how you are going to elevate this relationship and take it to the next level so sometimes when you're growing they're actually growing pains yeah yeah so you they are growing pains but you guys are a team accountable together working through it unlike struggling only one person is struggling the other party is just doing whatever they like whenever they like it however they like it and then the other person is just waiting and staying and go you don't have to stay through everything please hear this the media glorifies people who who struggle people who you know have been with him or her through the lies the cheating the, 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 the whatever it is and um i realize in the end that you're the one for me i mean just like a guy just saying that oh you see the reason why i chose this girl is because um she's been with me through thick and thin um and when they mean thick and thin they mean infidelity they mean lies they mean drug problems they mean all the terrible things that you can actually think of and um she's been here with me and she's my ride or die ride or die bow and let us not make any mistake it is not only ladies that go through struggle love let us make that clear guys go through struggle love too but ladies go through struggle love more so when i am talking i'm talking to both sexes and i'm like you don't have to struggle you do not have to struggle on today's straight out of the dms we have a question and i remember when i got the question it really really saddened me it broke my heart also because i had almost similar conversation with two friends this week so it was like yo um and the question says why do i keep picking the wrong guys 
is it too much to ask that a guy be kind and faithful i am tired babe i i am so sorry that you you feel like this like when i got this question it really really broke my heart but i love an accountability queen because over here accountability is a important thing and the fact that you said why do i keep picking it means that you recognize that there is a pattern and that is the first step for you to sit down and recognize and be like wait why do i keep doing this and what does that do for you it means that you own it you tame it if you can identify and recognize and say hmm this is something that i keep doing now how do i change it and i love the fact that you recognize that you have a pattern so now let's talk about how you can change it the truth is that it all begins with you with me with us it begins with you and the very very important part of the choosing process and i mean choosing to date a person is you you are the common denominator you play the greatest role you are the largest influence and you may be like back up what do you mean by that what i mean by that is you have to love yourself first i mean when the bible says love your neighbor as you love yourself the bible knew what it was talking about the clause is you have to love yourself first because before you can even love your neighbor i see so many people loving other people when they have not fully completely learned to love themselves it all starts with you the love that you so want to give other people you have to take that love and give it to yourself and how would you know that you have begun to love yourself is when you have started to have standards because you know why there is a whole lot of people that benefit from you not having standards and i know that a lot of people will say oh standards oh you want to be bougie out in this street yeah you're just out here being bougie no boo boo no standard means i love myself so i will not deal with xyz standard means these are the things i expect from the person that i want to be with standard means i am a kind decent and loving woman or man and i require a kind decent loving woman or man to be in a romantic relationship with standard means i will not put up with anybody that messes with my mental health or messes with my peace standard means that i am incredibly loyal to myself before anybody else that is what standard simply means so when you love yourself then you now start to have standards and then a lot of people will try to tell you that uh standard means oh you want to start talking about superficial things standard is different to everybody as our faces are different 
so our standards are different. You have to get to the point and you ask yourself, what are my deal breakers? Get a piece of paper, get a pen and you write it down. I know for me, I had to get to this point and I was like, you know what? I will not put up with X, Y, Z from any person. I will not, I will not. I, and I wrote everything down. I mean, I had to get to this crossroad, this road that you've gotten to. I had to get to this place and I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, I will not put up with X, Y, Z from any Buddy, I will not put up with disrespect. I will not put up with lies. I will not put up with 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 unavailability. I will not put up with anybody who does not put me first. Who does not put my feelings first. So you have to ask yourself, what does standard mean for me? And then write out what you require going forward next tip is you have to stay loyal to yourself you know there are a whole lot of times when we have and i know for a lot of people out there they've gotten the pen and paper they've written what they require from a person in a relationship they've written their deal breakers and then they meet this person and then they get all smitten because you know why it always starts so good at first and then they get all smitten and they throw their list away they throw their standards away because of loneliness or because of whatever it is they just throw it away but this time you have to realize that i have to stay loyal to myself you have to stay loyal to yourself and say Mm-mm, no if the person comes around and then during the talk the talking stage you can already see that this person this thing is not going to work this person is giving me a certain kind of vibe that does not align with my spirit please 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 don't decide to just you know i'm just going to stay and just see how it goes don't do that to yourself because the older i get the more i realize that my intuition is apt and your intuition is to your intuition is a hundred percent you have to learn how to be loyal and also how to trust yourself and your intuition so if your mind tells you that there's something wrong don't sit back and wait to see exactly what is wrong if your spirit tells you that it just keeps giving you like this warning signal like oh something is off something is off something is off then take it my third tip would be to create your boundaries and boundaries and standards go hand in hand because you cannot have standards without having boundaries so basically anybody that decides to you know want to cross your boundaries they get cut off like you're going to be a messy less person when it comes to your standards you're not going to like oh but they have a b c d and they don't have e f g and e f g are your deal breakers and you decide to stay no but we don't do that don't do that to yourself don't do that to yourself once you realize that this person does not check the list of the things i want in a 
partner the things I deserve because I am a good, loving, decent person, then you do not have to stay with anybody till they grow up. And that is the mistake that a lot of men and women make because they believe that they can mold a person into the person that you want them to be. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, you cannot do that you cannot sit down and mold and say okay this person is trash you you know that this person is whack and is complete trash and you're like oh i'm just going to stay with them through it all and love them real good and love them into loving me here 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 you cannot love a person into being in love with you you cannot you're just going to suffer you cannot do that so you have to realize that this person doesn't want to be with me and you have to be willing to cut people off and that is why i say be merciless and be loyal to yourself if they don't check the boxes then they have to go they really have to go and i want to also emphasize on the fact that when i say check the boxes a lot of people will start thinking oh you're talking about like material things if material things are the things that you require to from the person that you want to be with don't be ashamed of that but most importantly is the person kind are they kind to other people are they a good person are they compassionate do they like you it's very very important do they like you because it, it seems like a lot of us like to be in relationships with people that don't like us I, I don't i don't i don't understand it i don't get it i was having a conversation with a friend i think two weeks ago and um she was telling me that she thinks she has a problem and i was like what do you mean she was like she she whenever she gets into a relationship with a person who like shows her affection and cares about her she gets bored like she gets bored and she's like like she likes to be in relationships with people that keep turning her back and forth i just wicked her just people that just behave anyhow and, and, and i said to process it in my mind that a lot of people are so used to being in struggle love that when they when they get a partner who doesn't put them through that they don't appreciate it they don't understand it so you have to recognize your patterns and then like i said you have to also be merciless and be loyal to your standards also effectively communicate what your expectations are at the beginning of the relationship this is a part that i see people do wrong they don't communicate what their standards are at the beginning of the relationship and then while they are already in the relationship then you start to say i don't like being treated like this i don't like like hello you did not say it in the beginning okay like imagine the situation where you do not like a person who hangs up the call on you and in the talking phase you and um this guy um had get into an argument or something and they hanged call on you and you do not state it and you do not go oh hey hi i understand that 
you're upset, but I do not like people that hang the phone on me mid-conversation. You did not say it at the beginning, no, when you guys were just talking. Then, in the relationship, when the person starts manifesting all these traits, then you start to say, well, I don't like this, I don't like that. Mm-mm. No, it, 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 no, baby, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You have to effectively communicate what your expectations are, what your standard is, what you require in a relationship to this person before you guys get into the ship communicate at the dock what it is that you require so that when this person crosses you you cannot cross them out really yes that is it because if you don't communicate then you're going to just be like well i didn't really tell him oh well i didn't really tell her and then you keep putting up with things like that so you effectively communicate at the beginning what your 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 whole thing is so that when this person crushes you you can now know that "Mm -mm, this person is not it and they deserve to go so these are my tips lastly i wanted to chip in that you need to also Stay loving yourself. Stay pouring into yourself. Really, you need to take some time out to truly, really love yourself. Because it's only when you really love yourself that you can really love another person. It's only when you really love yourself that you can put you first. So, these are my tips.